0: Hi friends, it's Haley and Lynn, and you are listening to This We Know Podcast. To get stronger, the gym is a pretty good place to be. But where do we go to strengthen our hearts? How can we stay spiritually in shape to experience joy in every season? This is a space for us to grow our faith muscles together. With a little bit of practice and a whole lot of grace, we'll train our hearts to trust. Together, we'll lift our eyes from our ever-changing circumstances back to God, renewing our minds in his faithful promises. So let's jump in so we can confidently step back into this day with a fresh mind and full heart, knowing we've got a king in our corner. God is making a way. He is faithful in every season. This we know.
1: Hey friends, it's Lynn and Haley, and on today's episode, we're going to be talking about entitlement and why it is so important for us to be aware and on guard of the things that we may or may not realize that we can feel entitled to. And the reason for this episode is because I was starting to recognize ways that I was becoming entitled. And I really think that when we slip into a pattern of entitlement, it can rob us of rest and of joy. When you think about the word entitlement, it's basically focusing on what we believe we deserve and it's having a hyper awareness of our rights. And so, as we kick off this episode, Hale, I'd love to bring you in here, my girl. <laughs> Are there any things in particular that you feel like you have been feeling entitled to lately or? Are there different
0: things that you've just felt kind of deserving of lately? I'm in the hot seat immediately. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. I'm so happy we're talking about this because this topic is something I struggle with. I find it way too easy, honestly, to feel entitled to things. I mean, right off the bat, the thing that I don't know if it's because I'm hungry all the time lately, but I think about (laughs) food. And of course, food is a necessity. We need food. But I was thinking about it. I spend so much of my week going to grocery stores, and it's not just one grocery store. Publix, Trader Joe's, Costco, and a new one, Fresh Market. Sometimes we'll just open up the fridge and say there's nothing to eat. Food is just something that is so important and also something that we should be so grateful for. And I've just found myself, to be honest, taking it for granted lately.
1: Well, I cannot resonate more with
0: that, truly.
1: We just had a conversation in our house last week about how we are spending too much on groceries. And part of that, of course, is inflation and the fact that groceries are Mm -hmm. so dang expensive right now. It is so easily, readily available that it is something that we can totally feel entitled to. You know, you may be listening right now and thinking entitlement, entitlement, like what exactly does that mean? How would I even know or be able to identify things that I feel entitled to in my life? And I've just been reading this amazing book called Why Do I Do What I Don't Want to Do by Jonathan Picluda. He's a pastor out in Texas. And one of the chapters he has is on gratitude and entitlement. And in his book, he says, if you want to identify what you feel entitled to, think about some of the things that you have complained about in the last week. And if that feels too daunting, think about some of the things that you've complained about in the last 48 hours. And when he put it that way, instantly, I was like, oh, I've complained about my Amazon package not arriving on time. I've complained about traffic being really bad or poor customer service. You know, something I've been complaining about is just being busy all the time and feeling like there's not a lot of me time to be able to just sit and like do a devotional or just sit and call a friend or respond to a text message. And so in thinking about some things that we've been complaining about lately, that can kind of help us to understand, oh, well, I guess I just feel entitled to driving and not getting stuck in traffic or my packages getting delivered right on time. You know, a couple of other examples of things that we can feel entitled to might be spending our money the way we want to, getting to have a couple of drinks because we worked hard all week and we've earned we've earned those cocktails or that those glasses of wine. My husband's favorite is after a long run, he'll come back and say, I deserve the queso because I just ran six miles. (laughs) So that kind of ties in with your food example, Hale. Maybe we can even feel entitled, not necessarily with tangible things, but maybe it could even just be almost like a mindset where we feel entitled to treat someone differently and we can become expectant of them. One example that comes to mind is going out to a really nice restaurant and perhaps you get poor quality service from the waiter and your meal takes forever to come out or whatever the issue may be. And sometimes we can feel entitled to treat our waiter perhaps a little bit disrespectfully or just seem pretty irritable. And maybe if we really thought about where that comes from, it's because we think, oh, well, we, we have a nice job and we have nice lives and we are the ones here to enjoy this experience. And the service isn't up to par with the expectation that we had when we came in to eat tonight. Maybe it could even be without even realizing it undermining a coworker or a family member or a friend because you consider yourself in a higher regard than you do them, perhaps because of their job title or their financial situation or whatever it may be. So I think those are just a couple of ways that we could consider checking ourselves to really think about what
0: we may feel entitled to. Oh, that list. That is just humbling so many of those things I complain about. I think the danger of entitlement is that we don't even realize that we're feeling entitled to these things. And one of the things that you listed actually early on was how we spend our money. And I came across something in my research, actually, for the last episode we recorded on, on materialism that I really wanted to share on this episode because I think I personally, and probably a lot of us, feel like we are entitled to buy what we want when we want with our money that we have earned. When I came across this, I just thought, ooh, got to share this. All righty. Here we go. Pale Facts. So there's a man named James A. Roberts. He's a professor at Baylor University in Waco, Texas, and he's done so much research on compulsive buying and credit card abuse. And one thing he talks about is how we have this ability to adapt to new situations. As we accumulate more and more stuff, more and more possessions, we don't get any happier. We simply raise our reference point. So that new 2,500-square-foot house becomes the baseline for our desires for an even bigger house. We reach a milestone, so to speak, in our careers or with our belongings, and that sets a new baseline where we then start to desire the next milestone, the next thing. And he calls this the treadmill of consumption. As we continue to purchase more and more stuff, we don't get any closer to happiness. We simply speed up the treadmill. And you know what? This is something that I've noticed in my life, but I want to get off that treadmill. And I think looking at the things that we do feel entitled to, especially with our money, can help us get off of that treadmill and help us learn to appreciate and truly feel grateful for those things rather than entitled to them.
1: Hail, that's so good. One thing that definitely encouraged me was looking to the word of God and realizing that a sense of entitlement is not something new to this generation, right? This is something that people in the Bible absolutely struggled with, whether it was Jews in Jesus's day feeling entitled to God's blessings just because of the very fact that they were Jews, I remember reading in scripture about rabbis saying these very elaborate prayers, hoping to be honored because he prayed these beautiful prayers. Or you hear stories about people being invited to a dinner banquet and showing up and sitting in the best seat at the table because they felt like that was their deserved place to sit. And I just love that Jesus came in and kind of flipped the script and said, no, you've got it all wrong. When you show up to a dinner, take the worst seat. We've talked about this in other episodes, but it's like, If you have the time and energy, maybe not when you're pregnant with twins, headed into third trimester, (laughs) Mm -hmm. fight for one of the worst parking spots and give up that close-up parking spot for someone else just so it can bring a smile to them that they scored the best spot at Costco. (laughs) Mm -hmm. But I just love that Jesus comes in and says, guys, the purpose of our lives is not to be served. It's not to take the place of honor or for us to be glorified. Take the lowest seat. And then the host will come to you and say, hey, what are you doing sitting over here? Come sit next to me. And then you get to be honored in front of all of your friends that the host came and wanted you to sit in a special seat. I just love that Jesus talks so much about the power of humility and he calls us to be humble and to be servant hearted. And it is so hard to do that with our humanly nature But that's where we get to lean on the Lord and just invite him in and say, God, I do struggle with pride or I do struggle with wanting the glory sometimes or wanting the attention or the focus on me. So please, can you make it less about me and more about you? And of course, if you ask him to help you grow in humility, he absolutely will in a beautiful and gentle and loving way.
0: Lenny, I love that prayer that you shared Please make my life less about me and more about you, Lord. When I feel entitled, I'm thinking about myself, me, 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 constantly having expectations, which we all know are not always met. And that can be exhausting. And Lynn, I remember you sharing something a few months ago that I never forgot. We can't be grateful for what we feel entitled to feeling entitled ultimately hurts our hearts. We feel disappointed. We feel frustrated. We feel wronged. We feel discontent. But thankfully, there is very, very good news. (laughs) There is such a simple way that God helps us to completely break this chain of entitlement, and that is through gratitude. This is something we talk about pretty much on every episode, and if you haven't listened to our gratitude episode, it's one of our very first episodes. You'll have to scroll way down, but it's worth it. Gratitude is so powerful, and it's biblical. All over the Bible, God is encouraging us to give thanks for the things that we do have and thank Him for the things that we do have and chances are if i'm feeling very entitled or i'm not feeling fulfilled or i just feel kind of blah chances are i just have felt a little bit far from god maybe i haven't been getting my quiet time but the closer i can move to jesus the more i feel his light the more time i spend with him the more my heart delights wow that rhymed (laughs) That was not intentional, Um, but think about one of your favorite people when they're in the room, your mood is just lifted. Your spirits are high. You just start smiling and all of a sudden you forget about all the things that haven't really gone your way. And that's the power of a good friendship. It's just contagious, that joy. And so when we spend time with Jesus and talk to him, it doesn't have to be quiet time. It can be in the heat of the moment. We just look to him. He can calm us down. He can make us feel peaceful. He can give us true peace and contentment. So, something that I've been practicing recently is just telling myself when I'm feeling a certain way, move closer to Jesus. Talk to him. I don't have to strive to feel grateful or strive to feel joy. When I'm with him, I will naturally feel grateful, I will naturally feel joy. That is a fruit of the spirit. And that's something that we talked about in the gratitude episode. And that's so nice because it's not something we need to earn or strive for. That's a free gift of just spending time with him. So going back to some of the complaints, which I feel like so many of those things I resonated with at the beginning of the episode, if I'm complaining about something or feeling a certain way, sometimes that can spiral where I'll start probably texting you, Lynn about all the things that I'm feeling but lately I've been realizing okay if I'm feeling this way and yes it may come across as complaining but these are real emotions that we feel I'm learning to start writing it down and if I'm not going if I'm not going to actually write it down I want to at least acknowledge it and give that to God and I don't know if this happens to you Lynn but I just feel like I can get so caught up in this pity party and I'm just complaining, but I'm not actually bringing that to God. I'm not actually saying, Hey Lord, I feel really tired and I feel like I deserve that nap. I can take that to him or it's been a really long day and I just want to mindlessly watch some TV shows. I'm starting to learn to take all of these emotions and just talk to him about it and the big things, and the little things. You know, Lynn, for the longest time, I've just been overcomplicating my faith and honestly life, where if I'm feeling a certain way, I need to go through all these steps, or I need to remember all of these things. But it's so simple. In any of these moments, if we can just take a step away from the world, away from our surroundings, and sometimes that's physically, (laughs) where we go and find a quiet spot in our house. But- even just mentally, just taking a step closer to Him and saying, Jesus, I need you. That's all. When we can just take a moment to be closer to Him, He can change our heart. He can change our mind. That is the power of God, and He loves us so much. So we don't have to strive. If we can just take a step closer to Him, God does the work on our hearts. We just have to be open to it. We just have to say, you know what? I don't want to keep feeling like this. And Lord, I know you don't want me to feel like this. I just want more of you. And when we get more of Jesus, it is so much better than anything else. That was really beautiful. Hale. Holy
1: spirit coming at you. Thank you for sharing that. So many examples that you just talked about. I really, truly resonate with. And the fact that we have the ability to take our eyes off of our circumstances and to fix them back on Jesus And that really is a practice that I have to remind myself of daily. When we do take our eyes off of our circumstances and we focus our whole attention on the Lord, he truly does just flood us with a heart of gratitude. And one thing that Haley and I have tried to do, and I definitely need to get back into the habit of this, is first thing when you wake up in the morning, writing down, a couple of gratitudes that you have. And I am telling you, whether it's writing them down on your phone, if it's, if you keep a journal and a pen on your nightstand. So the first thing you do when you wake up is just write down two, three, four, five, however many things that you are thankful for. These can be big things. These can be little things like, thank you for giving me a roof over my head. That's actually a a big thing, (laughs) Um, but it can just, it doesn't have to be anything earth shattering. It can be just like thank you so much that I have a warm shower that I get to go step into or that I get to have breakfast this morning or whatever it may be. And what's so funny, Hale, when I start this practice, I wake up kind of grumpy and grumbling, like, I have to do my gratitudes. I actually struggle to think of one thing I'm thankful for. I'm usually like, well, it can't be that I got good sleep because I definitely tossed and turned a lot tonight. (laughs) And I'm still a little groggy. But it's so amazing how once you do start writing one or two, and especially once you get into this practice, he will flood you with things. And if you're still struggling to think of a couple things that you're grateful for, that's okay. And that's where we can pray to him and just say, God, help me to see all of the many blessings surrounding me. And then they really will start to just flood out of you.
0: Yes. I love doing gratitudes and it just teaches us to give thanks to God for the things in our lives. And it's amazing how every time he unlocks different parts of my heart and helps me see the things that he is doing in my life and in my heart and my family. It's just amazing how he brings to light those things and the joy that bubbles up when we have this cheerful, grateful heart. Delighting in him is it's just really special. James 117 says that every good gift and every perfect gift is from above. And I absolutely love that. Every good thing that we have, our faith, our education, our callings, our gifts, our groceries, our jobs, our opportunities, every good gift comes from God. That is such a game changer, it humbles us. So growing up, we've always had border collies. And anytime Sarge does anything, my dad will look up and say to everyone, tell him he's good. He could just be sitting there, he'll go, hey, hell, tell him he's good. I'm like, you're good, Sarge, you're a good boy. <laughs> something that Sean and I started doing, whenever Sean comes downstairs and says, I closed a deal or something good happened at work, I say, tell him he's good. And of course, not talking about the dog, but talking about God. It's such a quick, easy, fun way to just remember, hey, this came from God. And it's very easy to think, well, I did this. I got this opportunity. I put in the hours. But even with our jobs, if you're a really good communicator or negotiator, whatever it may be at work, God made you that way. He created you to be like that. And so praising God for all the things, the big things and the little things, it really does free us from entitlement. Simply telling God he's good no matter what it is, it helps us to remember that every gift comes from him. So with Sean at his job, we can remember all the ways that God has uniquely gifted him and that the business opportunities he gets, rather than taking pride in, well, I did this, We can learn to be grateful and give thanks to him and giving thanks and delighting the Lord is just so much better than feeling that sense of pride. There's nothing quite like it.
1: Truly. Hale. I love that. And if you are hearing this and you just want to get in the mindset of giving thanks to the Lord, all that he's doing in your life, then we have a song wreck for you. And this is one that we have, I'm sure mentioned on a previous episode, but it is one of my absolute favorite worship songs. And it's called gratitude by I am they, and we will link it in the episode description. It is beautiful. And so as we wrap up, one final way that we can try to combat slipping into feeling entitled is to just consider our blessings and to ask the Lord, how can I use the gifts that you've given me in my life to be a blessing to others? And each of us has been given specific gifts from the Father, and when we use these gifts, for his glory. And when we consider the blessings that we have in our lives, tangible things or whatever it may be, looking at the blessings that the Lord has given us and And trying to figure out how we can use these blessings to serve other people and to bless other people. There is nothing better than getting to serve someone in a small way, in a big way, just being able to share the gifts that the Lord has given us. And that in itself brings so much gratitude and joy to our hearts as well. So just before you jump back into your day, we would love to pray over you. Heavenly Father, will you lovingly reveal to us the areas in our lives where we've succumbed to entitlement? And will you please renew our minds and help us to fix our eyes on you? Help us to see the gifts you've so graciously given to us as an opportunity to serve and love your people. We love you. We're thankful for you. In Jesus' name. Amen. amen. We're so glad you joined us for this episode if you thought of a friend who might be encouraged by this topic please feel free to share this message with them our hope is to share God's love and truth with as many people as possible, and you can help us play a big part in that mission by leaving a written review on Apple and Spotify. Also, if you have questions, are in need of prayer, or want to learn more about our story, head to thisweknowfaith.com and connect with us on social media. Remember, friend, as you step back into this day, God is with you in every season, this we know.